Today is part two of question time on We Need to Talk. Now, part one, pretty good. Definitely give a listen if you haven't, but part two, we're gonna get into it right now. That time you played hooky in school. Okay. Uh-huh. Why did you do it? Because I didn't want to go to school. Okay. And, okay, this is high school. Like, like let's say, like, senior right is high, hooky. Okay, yeah. Uh, when, when, did you feel bad about it? No. Do you feel bad about it now? No. Why not? Because uh, I had my mom's permission. <laughs> like, hey, mom, I don't want to go to school today. She's like, okay. And then she called me out of school. Okay. Her, her rationale is he's going to do it anyway. At least if I... If I, at least I can keep him out of trouble in doing so. And like, he's a good kid. He doesn't do this all the time. Like everybody deserves a break once in a while. And I'm, I'm going to let him, let him take this time off. Yeah. Okay. I, I, your mom's pretty cool. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very understandable. And you're not keeping it from your mom either. So I I mean, I, back then I probably would have lied to people, but like to, to this day, like I don't, I don't have any reason to. I would just be honest. What is something you're totally right about and you, you, you want to show it to that person, put it in their face, but you can't? Um, I don't know that I understand the question. So, so let's imagine that you got into an argument with somebody or maybe a discussion with somebody, something with somebody, and then like they're telling you that you're wrong and you're pretty sure you're right, but then you kind of got backed and convinced that you were wrong on that thing. And then let's say sometime later you start going home and then you realize, oh, fuck, I am right. This mm-hmm. was the case. What's that thing? And are you still holding that grudge? Um, I'm sure that there's something deep seated. Uh, nothing that weighs on my heart enough to be able to bring it to light at the moment. What grudge do you still hold against somebody, which is really petty and from like when you're a child? From when I was a child? Yeah. Let's say in school. Anytime within school. Okay. Um, there was this one time in sixth grade. We were all outside and we were playing cops and robbers. And there was this um, one kid. We'll call him Mike. And I uh, was running up behind Mike to tag him. And his response was to immediately, when he heard my footstep right behind him, turn around, lock arms with me, and flip me over. So I slammed back first onto the like ice and knocked the wind out of me. And that was so bad. Oh, there was another time <laughs> in sixth grade when I was hanging out with the popular kids. Um, and we were doing a project together. And they kept... Sh- like not taking any of my suggestions at all and they wanted to do like their own their own thing so the three of them there were four people in the group the three of them like designed the whole thing and had me do all of that like actual work for it but wouldn't take any of my suggestions and i was really bitter about that Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i still hold on to that bitterness but i remember that feeling of feeling bitter about that for a really long time yeah yeah i think most of the things i'm angry about from the past or things that i myself did that mm. i wish i didn't do i think that's probably more healthy mm. kind of makes more i mean it kind of helps inform your decisions now mm. the only thing i can think about is i had this childhood friend named jerry this is back in the first grade and jerry and i we got to be good friends and uh i had this baseball that i got from like the sea dogs game it's not like i caught it out of the air or anything but it you know it's just a baseball you buy there and I really liked it, and I brought it to class because I thought it was cool. 
uh, he thought it was really cool too, and he asked if he could borrow it for the night. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I let him borrow it, and then uh, he never showed back up to class. <laughs> and then he died? He, he, that was the last piece he needed to go back in time. He, he, he moved away. Ah, so to a different time period. <laughs> I don't know if he knew he was moving, but I think he might have. <laughs> he knew he was moving, and he's like, "I want something to remember Nate by." So he stole your baseball. I, yeah, I, I never got that baseball back, so I'm still kind of pissed at you, Jerry. Fuck you. Hey, Jerry, if you're out there, hit us up and give Nate his baseball back. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, really. Even if it's not the same one, just pretend it's the same one. Yeah, this isn't regret so much, but it's like, I think I told the story one time. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'll tell you if you start telling it. But there was that girl in school that she was, you know, pretty cute. Um, let's call her um, Amy. So there's Amy, and she she had really nice boobs, like really nice boobs. Okay, we're not in first grade anymore. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she was really hot. Uh, I really liked her. She's kind of, you know, maybe not too intelligent, but still really nice personality. Are you talking about... <laughs> yeah okay go on but you know i kind of i kind of had a crush on her but you know it's like i was a bit so um, uh, weird back then mm-hmm. uh not back then not very emotionally savvy not very socially savvy okay and so she had this habit in chemistry class of writing hearts all over my like my chemistry papers and I get kind of pissed because she's like, I'm trying to write these notes. And she just like keeps writing all these hearts and stuff. And she kept on doing it. And it's like, oh, man, that's she's such a girl. This is what girls do. Just write hearts in people's notebooks. This is all they do is heart. You know, maybe I was a little bit sexist back then. <laughs> okay. It's starting to sound that way, Nate. But, uh, you know, years later, I started looking through my notebooks just for the fuck of it. And then I saw all these hearts. And I'm like, wait a second. She liked me. She was trying to tell me that she liked me, that she had a crush on me. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about all these moments of things she said, like about me looking like the guy from The Princess Bride and how he's so cute and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, she was totally crushing on me and I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I could have been with this girl, the girl with the great tits. <laughs> Jesus Christ, mate. I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> how do you know she wasn't writing hearts on your page thinking about me? I don't think she was. Well, you don't know. I think Did she... you ever ask her? I do think she had a crush on you at some point. She so. had a crush on me for sure. Everybody did. Yeah. I, well, I, Everybody I, has a crush. <laughs> I can't even fake that. She she did have a crush on you at certain points, but she also had a crush on me at this Uh-oh. point as well. But I know she had a crush on you because there was, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you had your girlfriend, let's call her uh, Cassandra. Okay. And uh, she, you, she was talking to you and stuff like that. Then Amber would just talk to you and stuff. And... It's like, you know, like girlfriends when they're jealous, like they're not like, they're super nice, but in a super passive aggressive territorial kind of way. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of interaction between uh, these two here. Well, I remember she said, I don't like her to me, <laughs> like bl- super blatant. I was like, why? And then she wouldn't answer. And I mean, the reason was because she was dating me. Yeah, okay yeah so i mean i knew but i didn't care because i like cassandra more yeah yeah but she's really cute i miss no I miss no you. for sure i miss you you know that's a real desperate way to say that i well so it's like i don't regret too much but this is what i regret is i missed out a chance in high school that's really <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> don't know if I can spin this one to make you look good, bud. I think you shot yourself in the foot on that one. Oh my god, <laughs> this is great. You sound like you sound like me, uh, an absolute garbage bag. <laughs> Actually, next question here. Describe. Good thing no one will ever hear this conversation. Next question. Describe your biggest regret. Uh, probably talking about that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this moment. No audience. Yeah, now we're serious. now we're covered. <laughs> see, 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 now we're backpedaling. Now, <laughs> now we have deniability. We don't have. It doesn't matter what we say because we're just characters. Tell me about a time you've been hurt or betrayed. And no, that's not a good question. That's too serious. I mean, you're in charge of the list, Nathan. Now you understand what I go through. You can't just read them all willy nilly. You got to know which ones you're going to next because they all suck. Um. Many questions were good. I mean, when I started making up the questions, that's when it got kind of bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're, that so far your questions have sucked. I just mean the list of questions always sucks. So uh, you have to cherry pick the one or two good ones out of there. You can't just read them all. It's kind of what I did. There was 45 on the page, and now mm. I'm on another website. And <laughs> Yeah, okay. You get you get it then. And I started making up questions as well. Like I started changing the questions to make them better. Mm-hmm. And then I also asked some bad questions, which will never be heard by the world because I'm going to edit those out. Thank God. Yep, yep. Will you, I, I want to thank you, Nathan, for taking the time to and the responsibility to comb through these crappy questions and only give us the good ones. Bonus round. Uh-oh, flash round. Share us a secret about yourself. Are you talking to me or the audience? No, you, you. A secret about myself? Yes. Share us a secret. Share, share us a sentence. Man, you're phrasing that weird, bro. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> share us a secret about ourselves. Um, tell me a secret about you. No. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. That's a legit answer, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> um, A secret about myself. I don't. So I guess my problems with the word secret, like what does secret mean? Is it something I wouldn't normally tell anybody? I would I would keep it private because there's not really much. Like if anybody asks me anything, I'll probably be honest with them. Okay. So I guess secret is difficult for me. The only secrets I would keep would be ones that other people told me. Mm-hmm. But then they're not about myself. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just blatantly lying and dodging the question. One of those two is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you ask me what a secret is about myself, like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's a really good question to ask because you can get into some juicy kind of stuff. And maybe there's something I'm dying to get off my chest that, you know, it's kind of interesting. and But really, there's not too, too much interesting stuff there. I mean, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I can't tell if you're like, Trying to figure out a way to work in a joke or really contemplating this question? Kind of both. I'm, try- I'm trying to come up with a funny thing about myself. <laughs> okay, this is not a secret, but uh, I had a habit of when I was a child, um, I was like a lot of children. A lot of children do this, so this is very normal, but telling it about myself. Uh, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I would uh, hump the floor. Mm-hmm. So I was like one of those little kids that would masturbate by humping the floor or humping the bed. Mm-hmm. And it never really, I never really knew what I was doing or understood mm-hmm. it. But that's, yeah, I, I was a chronic masturbator as a child. 
And sometimes I do it in context that shouldn't have been doing, like at my grandparents' house, and I just start humping the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, I would make sure that they didn't see it, but uh, you know, this is like when I was a young child, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, it's really kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, puberty hits you like a fucking ton of bricks, and there's nothing you can do about it except try and work through it, especially if you don't have anybody who is honest and explains this type of shit to you as or before it's happening. It's really hard to navigate those waters by yourself. This is when I was like five or six. Yeah, that's pretty young, bro. Yeah, well, no, it, it's it's pretty common. I'm not disagreeing that it's common. I'm just yeah. saying that's pretty young. Yeah, yeah, but it. I separate it from masturbation though, because that wasn't it wasn't like mas. I guess it was masturbation, but it's like when I started masturbating when I was more like a teenager, it was something completely different, mm-hmm. like a whole another kind of process. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here here's a secret. Maybe it's not a secret. It's more like something I wouldn't share. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Something you usually wouldn't share with somebody. Uh. The first... Is it all going to be about dicks? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure we were on the same page on that. I knew just by the way you were phrasing things, it was going to be about dicks. Yeah. Um, so for a little bit, I was like maybe 12 or 13, probably 12, and I started masturbating, and I kind of found out what it was and you know how to do it and stuff, and I had never come up to that point. I didn't know coming was a thing, even. Like, it wasn't even... Like, I wasn't even aware that was like a thing. I didn't have them watch porn or anything. And so uh, I was in the shower, naturally, and, you know, going good and feeling really good at the end. And usually, you know, at the end, nothing happens. That's what happened. Like, you know, it'd just be a good feeling, but it wouldn't be like anything would come out. And I came. Mm -hmm. And I came a lot. And I thought I was broken. I thought something fucked up. I thought, like, like, oh, God, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And so for about, like, a week or a week, week or two, I was just like... In, in horror because I was like I can't tell anybody about, anybody about this but what if something's wrong with me then how am I like I need to go to the doctors I don't know mm-hmm. so there was a lot of confusion and a lot of like worry that I fucked up my body and then I didn't masturbate for quite some time after that because I just thought I, I did something that's scary yeah which you know if you're not told that's gonna happen it's, it's, it, you're not like oh hey that's kind of cool it's kind of like what is this stuff mm-hmm Oh my God! Sticky. <laughs> Tastes salty. <laughs> I, I didn't taste it. <laughs> I, yo, you're young. You don't even know what's going on. It's like when I see blood, or when I was a kid and I started bleeding, I always taste the blood. See, I'm the opposite. Anything that came out of my body, like it's out of my body, and I'm not putting it right back in. I never had the inclination to do any of that, taste blood or anything like that. I was one of the kids that would eat like my boogers. And then I also like eat like the uh, the eye sand. Dude, you're literally gonna make me vomit. It's like if I had a scab, I'd pick out the scab, eat the scab. All right, I'm gonna vomit in <laughs> your house on your carpet and then leave. But you know, I guess I was so now that I've shared something mm-hmm. that I usually wouldn't share. Maybe it's okay. a better way to put it. You have anything? Sure. Um, I find men attractive. Not sexually, mm-hmm. but just like in general, um, I can objectify a man the same way I can a woman to be like, wow, they're really hot. But mm-hmm. I never, I've never gotten like uh, any sort of a, a sexual gratification out of that and never wanted to fuck a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, th- I've thought about it in the sense of being like, would I, would I ever want to have sex with a man? Mm-hmm. And I always come to the conclusion, no, um, I don't even think I could get hard from a guy mm-hmm. um 
But I mean, I think that that's probably fairly normal. I think that's probably the way most people are. Just most people aren't willing to admit it. It's people don't. It's it's hard to talk about. I mean, I think it's easier to talk about now, mm-hmm. and it's something I put a lot of thought into because it's 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 pretty normal. I think it's normal for certain reasons. I have my whole like hypothesis that I think we've talked about a while ago. Mm-hmm. I think it's the default state because you have to be aware of your competition. Like if I'm trying to get with a girl, like and there's this like really hot guy trying to get after him, like I need to identify if that guy's hot or mm-hmm. if he's not hot because then I know how I can negotiate against this girl. I know. So you're saying on a biological level, there's a, a, a an explanation as to why men would be able to find other men attractive. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or why it would be advantageous. Yeah. I think that it's just, I don't know, I think it's just like the same reason, same way you would be able to find a woman attractive. Like you can just understand aesthetic pleasing, aesthetically pleasing things. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there necessarily has to be a biological reason that that, that would happen. I know that's how your brain works is you have to find the biological connection. Well, I think the attractions, the normal attractions we have are built into us. Like mm-hmm. the attraction to women is built into us, but you know, the attraction to like a man or I say attraction, but the ability to judge the attraction. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a reason why it exists and there's an explanation behind that, but you know, I think it just exists, you know? Uh, and yeah, I, I think I'd say I'm the same way. Uh, it's like there's not too many guys. I, I think most guys are ugly for the most part. But in every once in a while, you come across a guy who it's like, wow, this guy is really good looking. Mm. It's not like I want to suck this guy's dick, but it is kind of like, uh, kind of like, like that guy's very attractive. Mm-hmm. What I've been told is if you go to like uh, Finland or any of these like kind of Nordic countries, like all the women there are super attractive, but then also the men are attractive. Mm-hmm. And you just like look at them and you're like, oh my god you could be a model mm-hmm. like it's, it's one of those things i see i find most i i think i'm pretty much the opposite i find most people attractive and there's very few people that i find unattractive and usually it's a personality trait that makes me shift in that direction of finding them unattractive their personality plays a role into how i physically see them mm-hmm. which is mind-blowing to me Okay, this this is gonna get kind of weird, but uh, I want to make sure I present this in the right way. So people watch porn. Porn is very very popular, and many straight men watch porn. And often a big category straight men watch is gangbangs. So, or bukake, mm-hmm. or lots uh, of dick one women. Lots of dick one woman, or it's uh, maybe you know just a guy and a girl, and so on and so forth like that so there's many combinations you know a lot of guys watch this girl this just single girl or go on girl and stuff like that but there's a lot of porn categories out there which is many guys or at least one guy and one thing about this what i realized is that guys don't really like porn where the guy's not hard right right if you were to see watch a porn and the guy was soft during it you'd kind of be not very into that so you I guess can, that uh, what the hell would the context then be? Well, that's that's the question there, right? I mean, if uh, okay, just go on. So there's a lot of porns out there where the guy's like half chub, mm-hmm. so he's got like somewhat of an erection, but it's not really like like fully strong, and people generally don't like that. And so you could actually put this in a way where you could say that straight guys like erections, 
right? They mm-hmm. want like a guy to have an erection, like a strong erection. Mm-hmm. Or straight guys like watching guys get off because they like watching cum shot things where, you know, girls get cum all over them or bukkake things. They like watching guys jack off onto a girl. You know, that, that's the, the ending point, right? That's the part that's important. It's onto a girl or with a girl or it's in context to a girl. That thing on its own wouldn't be attractive. But a big appeal, at least to having men in porn, is that the guy is doing something with a girl, but it's the guy as well. Like, th- there's a big part of that, which I think is kind of very kind of strange to, to, <laughs> to, to dissect in a way. Why? I think it's pretty, pretty straightforward. In when you're watching porn, you're putting yourself in the position of the character of the man and seeing that guy get off is and since you're projecting yourself onto them that's you getting off mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty pretty linear it's pretty straightforward but then you could put it in the other way where you are watching you're getting off on this guy getting off like you're getting mm-hmm. off on the guy you want this guy to be hard now why do you want this guy to be hard because you're you want to project yourself onto that guy and this guy being you know, not hard is kind of making you know it in a way you can say that you get sexual pleasure from this guy being attractive or this guy kind of fucking this girl really hard this guy having a really strong erection you could kind of put it in that kind of way which all i'm trying to say really here is that kind of certain ideas of sexuality when we start breaking them down like super fine tooth and comb they can get really confusing really kind of like like you're saying, if you go with the explanation that if you you can relate to this person, you're you're putting yourself into that person's shoes, then it, it it you can accept an explanation. So you can put it in a way when you break it down to its components, it like it seems like what you're into might be like say homosexual or not like fully fully heterosexual, because because part of your attraction or your arousal is based off the man, hmm. which I don't think is like I'm not saying anything controversial here. But rather, I'm saying that when you break things down to their components, they don't make too much sense. Well, not when you're taking things out of context by saying guys like seeing dicks. Like, yeah. That's what you're trying to say. Mm. And I think that's just a misleading statement. It, I, th- I think when you say all the words you need to say in order to get the point across, it becomes a different point altogether. Mm-hmm. I, which which it is part of my argument as well. Mm-hmm. So in context to just a guy on his own, like it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's kind of unattractive to me. But if you take, like, a guy with a really good erection and a really hot girl, so that's attractive to me. Mm-hmm. So it's within context to that, which kind of modifies it. What's in, so I don't... Cum shots, stuff like that, not really arousing to me at all. The mm-hmm. most arousing thing to me is a girl getting off. Mm-hmm. That That's, like, matters way more to me than the guy ever getting off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like faces. So mm-hmm. I like... I will, I would, it, if I was going through porn videos, I would go based on faces way more than body or anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is, I don't know if that's typical or atypical. Yeah. I think most, most guys I talk to are all about tits and ass and seeing the girl and then like cum shots. Mm-hmm. Um, you quote Joe Rogan all the time about when you see a girl with glasses, the first thing you think of is coming on them. Like that's not the first thing i think of that's yeah, yeah. and i'm i'm imagining that i'm atypical in that sense and i'm not saying it's the first thing i think of but mm-hmm. uh it's like pornhub and all these different sites they put out these user statistics about like you know what the biggest categories are what people watch and i'm kind of going more of that mm-hmm. you know what tend what tend to be the top trending things for that year and for in general 
And in general, straight guys tend to watch a lot of that. Hmm. Uh, it tends to be something they really are into. I, th- I think, and I, I'm of course just just throwing this out here, but I think that a lot more of the reason behind guys liking um, multiple guys on one girl is about the access or ability to be able to um, get that girl than if you have to have an emotional relationship or there's some like weird uh, crazy pizza guy story involved that it's a girl who just wants dicks and like that's what some Mm -hmm. guys want is a girl who's just hungry for cock and it doesn't matter who it is because then they can put themselves in that situation much easier than being like well I'm not a pizza guy and I don't want to work as a pizza guy so this will never happen to me I think it's easier for them to put themselves in that position and that girl seems more attainable See, now you're going the biological route. Mm-hmm. So one question I ask myself sometimes is, and I have to be really honest here, let's say that I saw a a woman on walking down the street, and uh, I'm like, man, she's really hot. She's got a really nice butt. And mm-hmm. I kind of see her. And then you find out she's a man, and then you're like, okay, that man has a hot butt. You have to be honest with yourself. You've yeah. said this several times on yeah. the show. Yep. Go on. Yeah, but what if, you know, what if they're just attractive in general, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I go on date, I go on a date with them. I don't know if they have, they have a dick. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, years go by and then I find out they have a dick later. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I really say I wasn't attracted to that? No. No? I mean, okay, I find out there's a dick and maybe that's something that changes your perception completely, you know? Like, like maybe it's it, it's kind of like when you are eating bread and then you see a little piece of mold mm-hmm. on it. Like, now the whole, like, loaf is poison, right? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, God, never touch that again. Maybe it changes your perception in that kind of way, but yeah, yeah. It's like when you're eating bread and then you find out that it has a dick. Like, was, <laughs> was it not good bread? Well, I feel like we've gone a bit deep here, mm-hmm. uh, a bit deep into this uh, crevice of a topic. What other porn categories were we a part of? <laughs> I, I don't even know what we're talking about initially. I don't know, but let's bukkake people with our social media plugs. <laughs> A little bit of Twitter, a little bit of Facebook. <laughs> Meter's doing the hand motions, by the way. I was doing the hand motions. <laughs> Facebook.com slash we need to talk show. Uh. Twitter.com slash the Are we done? Podcastage.com or, or, or Patreon. Uh, no? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Patreon. Okay. Guys, if you want to donate to us on Patreon, that would be absolutely amazing. There's so much you can do for yourself, the community, us. And the best thing you can do for us is to give us money. Money is how we live. It's how we thrive. It's how we play bass guitars. You like bass guitars, right? Well, you also like giving us money. Patreon.com. Nate, you sound a lot like me. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be the one who plugs about money, and you're supposed to be the one who keeps us real. I, I, I'm, I'm channeling my inner meter. Uh-oh. Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, how's it hanging? Oh, you know, hanging low. Did did your balls drop? Yeah, they dropped in that <laughs> sentence. Ooh, hey. Did you not notice the inflection in my voice when it dropped real low? Hmm. Well, with that low voice, I think we're going to... episode be over please just say the words nathan i I think we're gonna need to nate please we're gonna need to talk oh we finished
Hey everyone, it's Matt Sicoria from the Behavioral Observations Podcast. We provide stimulating talk for today's behavior analyst. But if you're not a behavior analyst, you don't even know what a behavior analyst is. Well, that's okay too, because we have lots of interesting things going on here at the podcast. We talk about all sorts of things related to behavioral sciences. So if you want to check it out and learn more about what this show is all about, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastNH.com. Thanks for checking it out.